And I don't know what it is like, you know, that some people kind of feel that pull or that call to do something quote unquote more or bigger with their lives. And some people listen to it and follow it. And some people don't. And Mm -hmm. I feel like some people just don't hear it. And maybe that's because they're already living their, their deeper purpose, but just having the conversations with clients, right. That I'm currently working with and even other working moms in my Facebook community, it's like they experience motherhood and then everything changes for them. And I Mm -hmm. think, you know, whether it's having a baby or experiencing a death, right. We have these kind of life changing moments that really evolve us and really make us question God, is this really the life that I want to be living? And I think it takes a lot of courage to really start down that path of self-discovery to explore like, God, what is my purpose and what do I truly want? Welcome to the Confessions of a Working Mom podcast, where we bring you real life working mom stories, tips, tricks, and advice for thriving and surviving in motherhood, because you shouldn't have to experience working motherhood alone. Join our community of support as we discuss all of the things and how we get by in this sometimes crazy and imperfect journey of working motherhood. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Confessions of a Working Mom podcast. On this week's episode, I'm chatting with Michelle Dickinson. So Michelle is a coach who helps moms, and she uses a unique framework called the Passion to Purpose Success where she helps multi-passionate moms who are trapped in their soul-sucking nine-to-five jobs to gain clarity on their creative ideas and hone their zone of genius so that they can launch their purpose-driven side biz and have more freedom and impact. So she believes you don't have to choose between being a good mom and doing work that you love. She also feels we all need healing and believes the healing process begins when you turn inward to understand, accept, and tap into who you truly are, why you're here, and how you're meant to serve others through your unique experiences, perspectives, and talents. So let's dive into this conversation with Michelle. Her and I are very much aligned on a lot of philosophies when it comes to believing that moms can still pursue their dreams and be a good mom. So this is one of my absolutely favorite topics to talk about, and I'm so excited to share this episode with you. So let's dive in. Hi, Michelle. Welcome to the Confessions of a Working Mom podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Kelly. Thanks so much for having me on. Oh, of course. I'm super excited to talk to you today. So can you tell our listeners just a little bit about you, your family, and your backstory and sort of how you got to where you are today? Yeah, sure. So my name is Michelle Dickinson. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited to be here with you today. I am an intuitive life coach and I help moms who are unfulfilled and feel like they're really kind of like stuck in a rut to clarify their vision goals and path forward. 
so that they can really rediscover who they are and what they want personally and professionally, really helping them lean into their passions and step into their deeper purpose so they can experience the freedom and the impact that they're desiring to have. I'm also a mom to three kiddos. I have two girls. My oldest daughter is Scarlett. She's seven. My daughter Shay is five and my son Brayden is going to be turning three next month. I live in the, the suburbs of Pennsylvania with my husband, Joe, and our extremely large 120 pound Newfoundland <laughs> puppy, Chubby, who my kiddos named, but he is amazing. He's a, a gentle giant. So that is really me in a nutshell. So God, I feel like my backstory is a long one, but essentially, you know, I've been in corporate America my whole life. And I would say that's really, you know, why I think the title of your podcast really spoke to me. It was like confessions mm -hmm. of a working mom. And I think that so many of us identify with that title and that identity, right? Like a working mom. And, you know, my journey has been interesting because I've been in corporate America my whole life. And I really thought that that was the path that I wanted to pursue. I envisioned myself climbing the corporate ladder, right? My father was an extremely hard worker and really instilled that kind of like hardworking corporate mentality into me, like, you know, climb that ladder, work your way to the top. That's the road to, you know, happiness and success. And I was really never taught any other way. But I always had this like little voice in the back of my mind that was telling me like, there's something else. This is not quite aligned with who you are and, and what you want. But I really misinterpreted that as like, oh, I just, I need a different role within my company or I just need to get promoted. And really kind of, I followed that path for a while, like just consistently working my way to the top of corporate America. And it just always left me feeling like something was missing. And I would say that little voice inside got louder and louder the older I got. And with each child that I had, and I got to a point in my life where I just felt so lost and so stuck. And I felt like I had no direction. And really when I had my third baby, Brayden, that's kind of when it all hit me because I had all of this time on maternity leave to really just think and sit in the silence and be with myself. And I was like, what am I doing with my life if I'm not doing corporate America? And it was really eye-opening. I mean, my personal development journey, I would say probably started about a year before that, where I really started to like dig deep into self-discovery and really wanting to learn more about, you know, who I am, not as like a mom or a corporate professional, but like as a woman, as a human being. And I just, I took that opportunity to really explore like what that meant for me. And I was asking myself like all of these like really big questions, right? Like, who am I? Like, what is the meaning of my life? Why am I really here? And I, I feel like so many, I think working moms miss that opportunity because we are constantly on the go hustling, right? It's like you wake up, you get the kids ready, you get everyone out the door, you work, work, work. And it's like, there's just so much of that, that we don't ever really have the time to just take a step back and ask ourselves, like, is this the life that I truly want? And that's really God, where I got to, right? And I had everything. Like you would have thought my life was perfect from the outside looking in, right? I had the six-figure corporate job. I had the quote-unquote hunky husband, right? Three healthy kids, like a beautiful home. But I just, I felt so empty on the inside and I felt really bad for feeling mm -hmm. that way. I just knew that like, 
that was a pivotal moment in my life where if I didn't take the time to really kind of assess what I truly wanted and maybe even explore what life could be like in terms of like the professional work that I was doing, right? What that could look like outside of my nine to five, like I would truly regret it 20, 30, 40 years down the road, Mm -hmm. looking back on my life. And I really just didn't, I had zero clue like who I was outside of all of my identities. And I had checked all of the boxes, except I felt like not all of those boxes for like a happy and successful life were truly defined by me. And that's really when everything changed for me is I realized that I had a choice, right? I could continue doing the, you know, doing the same things I've always been doing, right? Wake up, go about my day, go through the motion and do the same thing the day after that, or really stop and make a change. And that really took a lot of kind of inner exploration to understand who I was and what I wanted and how I can actually achieve those things. Like I'm still working in my nine to five as a human resources business consultant to senior leaders. And it's a stable job and it is helping me to pay my bills while, you know, I build this life coaching business on the side. And I just want moms to know that like you can have both and you can do it in a way that feels easy and fun until you reach that longer term vision Mm -hmm. of kind of leaving corporate America and really taking your passions full time. Yeah. I'm over here, like furiously nodding my head. (laughs) Your whole story, it resonates with me so much. And it sounds so similar to my own story. And especially when you said you were like checking all of the boxes, but were they really your boxes or were they society's boxes or somebody else's boxes? I felt like that so many times in the past. And I am out of corporate now. So I'm in my business full time. But just everything you said, it just perfectly describes that feeling of there has to be something more. There has to be something that I'm missing because I am pursuing these goals and I'm trying to climb the corporate ladder, but it's not really making me happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't know what it is like, you know, that some people kind of feel that pull or that call to do something quote unquote more or bigger with their lives. And some people listen to it and follow it. And some people don't. And Mm -hmm. I feel like some people just don't hear it. And maybe that's because they're already living their deeper purpose, but just having the conversations with clients, right. That I'm currently working with and even other working moms in my Facebook community, it's like they experience motherhood And then everything changes for them. And I Mm -hmm. think, you know, whether it's having a baby or experiencing a death, right, we have these kind of life-changing moments that really evolve us and really make us question, God, is this really the life that I want to be living? And I think it takes a lot of courage to really start down that path of self-discovery to explore like, God, what is my purpose and what do I truly want? And I think that's where tapping into your own intuition becomes really important. And the only way that you can do that and to hear like the whispers of literally your soul is to slow down. (laughs) And I think so many working moms are just going at warp speed that it's like, it sometimes it doesn't even register, right? Like you can't even hear the voice because there's so much noise. Yeah, definitely. And I love what you said about sort of slowing down and just listening to that voice because it, it is so, it is so hard 
to just slow down. We are all just running a million miles an hour. And sometimes it takes something like in my experience, like burnout, like major burnout to realize that you do need to slow down. And I don't want other moms to get to that point. So that's why I keep talking about these topics because I'm like, I've been there. It's not fun. I don't want anyone else to get to that point. So let's try to help these moms like before they get up to that burning, crashing point of burnout. Yeah, absolutely. I'm working with a client now and she's also in a very high demanding corporate job. She actually reminds me a lot of myself. Like she is an HR professional. And when we were first starting to work together, she was like, I just feel like I have so much work. Like I'm just drowning. And even like during the times where I'm with my family, like I can't turn off and I can't be present. And, you know, my coaching philosophy is kind of really based and rooted in spiritual and mindset practices along with kind of the practical time management and goal setting strategies, because I Mm -hmm. truly believe that we have to kind of reconnect and get back in touch with ourselves in order to really understand and align with like our values and what we truly want. Mm -hmm. And that comes with slowing down. So I encourage and teach my clients to do that through meditation. Meditation is something that really helped me along my transformational journey and personal growth journey. I used to suffer terribly from anxiety and I truly believe that it was because I was always worried about like the next thing. How can I strive? How can I do more, be more, work more to achieve all of these things that I thought I quote unquote like needed Mm -hmm. to achieve to feel fulfilled. And it honestly, it just, it gave me more anxiety and I found meditation, which has nearly eliminated that anxiety. And I can become aware now of the triggers that really cause the anxiety. And I think sometimes that also comes from burnout. Yes, definitely it does. And yeah, I also practice meditation and yoga. And I describe it to people who kind of question how it works or if it will really work for them as just your mind totally shutting off to all of the outside things. Mm -hmm. And it's just you, like, you're just like getting back to yourself. And Mm -hmm. just like, you have this like blank slate. And it's just it offers up so much chance for like creativity and ideas. And you don't realize you're like, they're like, so I just slow down and I meditate. And like, it's just (laughs) it's all this creativity is just going to flow in. But I don't think unless you start practicing it, you can really fully realize like the true benefits of it. Yeah. I mean, it's called a meditation practice for a reason, right? Because you need to practice at it to continuously work towards like expanding your self-awareness and Mm -hmm. your consciousness. And I don't want to get like super deep into the whole like spiritual woo-woo unless you want to go there. (laughs) Cause I mean, I can like jam on that all day long. But, but yes, I would say, you know, I think for most people in the beginning, when they start kind of dabbling in meditation, a lot of people come to me and they're like, why is this so hard? And I'm like, like, what expectations are you bringing to your seat when you go to practice? Right. I think there are a lot of kind of myths and misconceptions about the practice of meditation and what it's supposed to be when really the goal is to just give yourself the time and the space 
to be there with yourself. And that I think understanding your why, like what is the reason behind why you want to practice is hugely important. And maybe it's because you want to reduce your anxiety, or maybe you want to start rewiring your subconscious mind because you're too focused on negative thoughts all day long. Or maybe you want to be creative. And I do feel like when you sit to meditate, it definitely opens up kind of an energetic flow so that you can really start to get those fun, creative ideas that kind of just come to you. It's like, you know, when you're taking a shower at night, right? It's like, you just feel so peaceful and so relaxed and you're like, oh yeah, like what about this idea? Or maybe I could be doing that. It just kind of comes to you out of nowhere. And I really do feel like a meditation practice has so many benefits, like beyond just spurring creative ideas. I truly think it's a way to kind of come home to yourself Mm -hmm. and really strengthen that intuitive, almost like sixth sense that all of us have access to. Yeah. How you described it. That's lovely. How you just described meditation. I think that's so true. The best ideas come to you when you're sort of just sitting still. Hi, mamas. I wanted to tell you about the course I am going to be launching. So this course is the Working Mom Collective Business Launchpad. And this is for you if you're looking for an actionable plan to build your online business. And that's whether you want to build a side hustle, an online business to replace your day job, or maybe you're a mom who's currently not working for any number of reasons. Maybe you left your job in the middle of the pandemic or something else like that. And you really want to build a plan for an online business that is straightforward and will take you from your idea to an actual action plan for moving forward. And so I really would recommend getting on this launch list because I'm going to be sending out some freebies and some special bonuses and a special discount for the people that join the wait list. So again, you can go to theworkingmomcollective.com slash purpose to sign up and to find all of the other details about the course. Hope to see you on the inside, mamas. So, and kind of, I would love to talk about this more. Like I big into woo-woo stuff. I think we can have a whole nother episode on this topic, (laughs) honestly. And we probably would fill up like a whole hour, but so you help your clients sort of use some of these tools And you also help them gain clarity and direction, you know, of what they really feel like the direction they're supposed to go. So what can some of our listeners do to sort of start working towards that process of clarity? Say if they're like totally sort of confused, like they know they're not happy, but they're not really sure what Mm -hmm. direction to go in. What would Mm -hmm. you tell them? Yeah. So the first thing that I typically work on with clients is the self-discovery piece. And it does require some kind of like looking back at your life to really understand your journey, as well as understanding like, what are your values? Like most people don't even know 
what their core values are. And it's when they start to like dig in and really understand like, what do I truly care about? And like, what is meaningful for me? What do I find significant in life that they start to like see this bigger picture almost. So I would say like digging into your core values, looking back on your past to say like, what moments in my life did I find fulfilling? And you know, what kind of work do I truly like to do? So I don't know if you've ever heard of the Ikigai concept. Mm, yeah. It's, it's an old Japanese concept that really helps people discover their life's purpose. And there are pieces or components of that concept or diagram that dig into certain areas, one being your passions. Mm-hmm. And really that is understanding like, what do you truly love to do, right? It's like those times in your life where you were doing something where you felt totally kind of lost in the moment or in flow or in your element. And then also it's like, what are you really good at, right? What do you bring to the table? And some clients that I've worked with are like, well, I don't really have anything. And I'm like, <laughs> no, you absolutely do. And it takes that looking back to really understand and reflect upon like, what are things that people have come to you for help for, right? That's a really good indication of things that you're really good at. Also, like with any job that you've had in the past, like what have you excelled at, right? Like what areas of the work that you've done have you really like, where have you made an impact essentially? And what were the things that you were doing to really drive that impact? I know Mm -hmm. for me, like I've always been a people person and I've always made connections, which is why I'm probably in human resources because I love working with people one-on-one and I love solving problems. And I'm really good at that. And that's what people come to me for. So I would say definitely start looking at your past and start understanding more of yourself, right? Like Mm -hmm. what do I value? Like who do I actually like to help and what do I like to help those people with. So that's really like the first pillar of the work that I do is really kind of gaining clarity on who you are and what you want, and then really aligning your work with that. Yeah, definitely. I'm creating something right now for moms to sort of evaluate their skills from corporate and to kind of see how that translates into if they want to start a business online. And I think so many moms just kind of discount things that they do that they're currently doing. And they're like, well, you know, I don't have any skills. I want a more flexible job, but I don't have any skills. And I'm like, well, how do you not have any skills? Like you've been working in this job for 15 years. I'm like, I'm sure you have skills and you have passions and you have things you're good at. So it sounds like that's sort of similar what you talk about to moms. And I love that you're doing that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's so easy to kind of just say, I don't have skills or I don't know what I like to do right off of the bat because it takes work to really dig deep and look inside yourself to like figure those things out. But quite frankly, like that's where it all starts. Like once you can better understand yourself, you get clarity through that self-awareness. Yeah. And then once you have that self-awareness, you can start to take steps in the direction that almost feels like the right direction. There's definitely, I think, a bit of trust that comes along with it because there is no right or wrong path. There's just a path. And you have to, I think, assess when you start heading down that path, 
whether or not it's right for you. And if it's not, then give yourself the space and the permission to pivot. And I think we feel like we get stuck in this, like I've chosen this path. So this is the path that I have to take forever when that's just not true. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Yeah. I'm nodding my head again here because yeah, that's exactly what I hear from a lot of moms. Like, and especially if you invest in something, say you get a degree or you invest in a program or you invest in a training or a certification and then decide later on that it might not be for you. I know a lot of people will feel guilty about that and just sort of feel bad because they invested in that and now it's not the path that they want to take. Yes. My goodness. I have pivoted so many times in my corporate career. So I went to college with a focus in business and accounting because well, one, I was always good at math too. I did. I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life <laughs> when I was going into college, when my parents were like, yeah, you're going. I was Most like, of really us don't. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, like I'll just choose accounting because I think I'd be good at it. And I know that I'll get like a well-paying job after I graduate. But like, I always knew I never truly liked that work, yeah. but I dumped hundreds of thousands of dollars into an education, right? Time, energy, effort, money into something that I always kind of knew I never felt completely passionate about or fulfilled by my background is in tax and financial planning, right? I've worked for my current company for 16 years. It's uh, one of the world's top investment companies. And, you know, the first nine years or so that I spent there was solely focused on tax and financial planning, but I always kind of knew it wasn't for me, but I still was like, well, this is the path I chose. So, you know, I'm going to get a master's in tax and financial planning. And then, like I said, the older I got and, you know, with every child I had, I was like, well, let me try something different. And then I was really doing kind of like tax advisory type work, started heading more in that direction of like working with people one-on-one and helping people solve Mm -hmm. the problems. And I just, I gave myself the permission to just continue to pivot. I pivoted into human resources and was doing organizational design and effectiveness work. And most recently a business consultant, but also I was like, "Eh, this is not my end all be all. And I want to pursue life coaching. I just knew I wanted to help people. And once I started on the path of like personal development and self-discovery, I was like, yep, it really does feel like life coaching is the path for me. So I've pivoted so many times, but I'm so willing to say goodbye to (laughs) my degrees and, you know, my corporate experience, which I'm so grateful for because it really gave me that business mindset that I think you need to be successful if you desire to be an online coach or an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. or consultant online, like whatever it is. So I'm grateful for the experiences and the knowledge that I've gained through that journey. I just know I'm at a different place and I'm like, I have to just take this leap into the unknown because there's just no turning back. It's kind of like, once you know, you know, (laughs) I'm just moving forward. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your path because I think it's so important to share with other moms. Like I talk a lot about, there are many different paths to take and it's like, we're not all the same. So what works for one might not work for another But what is similar is you have the agency to choose your path and you have, you know, you can make a pivot. Like you said, you can do those things. You just have to decide to do it. Yes. And believe in yourself. Like, Mm -hmm. oh God, the journey into entrepreneurship has been like the biggest personal development. God, 
experience journey <laughs> of like my entire life. I've learned so much about myself through this entire process. And there's always work to be done on oneself, right? It's not, you get to a certain point and it's like, you've reached the destination. It's a continuous involvement of who you are as a person, yeah. but like, it definitely comes with like a whole lot of like having to build trust and belief in yourself. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It is a lifelong learning experience. I always say that. <laughs> yeah. So I think, you know, it's been an incredible journey and incredible experience. And I think, you know, if, if I was to kind of leave you with like some final words, I would say, yeah. you know, I truly believe that everybody has a deeper purpose. And, you know, I think it is a kind of our duty to really figure out what that is, right? Because it's our mission and it's urgent to really step into it in order to really live a life that feels fulfilling to you in alignment with truly who you are inside and what you truly want in life. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love that. So thank you so much. Is there any other advice you want to give to moms before we sort of move on to a little lightning round of questions? I would say like, if you're feeling that pull and that call to like step into something bigger or do something more, a lot of times, even just speaking from my own experience, I got very stuck in my own head. And it wasn't until I actually told my husband about like what I was feeling and thinking that I wanted to make this change. It just wasn't real, right? It wasn't real until I actually spoke the words mm -hmm. and like expressed how I felt and expressed what I was desiring to do that it kind of opened the floodgates and it gave me the permission to just go for it. So mm -hmm. I would say if you're feeling that call, that pull, to really step or to lean into a passion or to find your purpose or just to explore your creative ideas, like tell someone, tell someone, because I think that's really the first step in the direction of your dreams. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Making it, announcing it, making it real, not like sort of formally announcing it or anything, but just like having mm -hmm. it be said, right. It, it does make it more real and more mm -hmm. like you. Now I have to figure this out. Like, it's something, it's a dream, it's a passion, it's a purpose. I can't ignore it sort of, right? It's calling me now. Absolutely. It's kind of like the moment where you start watering the seeds of, of intention. I think because it's in the forefront of your mind and you're like, all right, like I could do this. Like I'm talking about it. I'm telling people about it. Like, how can I actually make this happen? And I think once something is in the, the forefront of our minds and we, it's like that moment you actually decide, right? You're no longer straddling, like, you've actually decided and you've told people about this idea or whatever it is, I think your mind starts to try to problem solve and figure out like, how can I make this possible? It really does. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, thank you so much, Michelle. I so am enjoying this conversation. I could probably talk like all day about these topics, but I know we're both busy and have other things to do. But I do have a few questions, just sort of a lightning round to get to know you a little bit better yeah. and to see what you're working on in your business currently. So what is something you consider to be sort of like a non-negotiable practice for you that you have to do every day to start or end your day on a positive note? Yes. And that's an easy one. It's meditation. Like <laughs> meditation has been a game changer for me. And I really do see it as more of, um, 
a ritual versus like, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with morning routines or evening routines, but even just the word routine makes me feel like it's something I have to do Mm -hmm. versus something I want to do. So I like what you said about non-negotiables. Like there are just things, practices, rituals, whatever you want to call them that I know make me feel more whole as a woman, as a mother, as a wife, right? That allow me to show up better or more powerfully for myself and my family. And Mm -hmm. I would say to just name a few, like meditation is like my number one. Journaling, like that's something that really helps me to just really mind dump and get all of my thoughts out of my head and really see them clearly on paper. That's another thing. And then it's just some type of like movement of my body. I love yoga. Like I even feel like that can be a meditative practice in and of itself. So like yoga or even just like taking walks and just getting out in the fresh air with my family, I think really helps to kind of clear energy and just create space within. Yeah, we're on the same page there. I do all of those things as well. (laughs) So I love it. What would be like a favorite working mom hack, so to speak, like to get you through a difficult or hectic day? Hmm. A working mom hack to get you through a difficult or a hectic day. You know, I think for me, I am very much a, like a planner and a to-do list kind of a person, but what I've recognized is that, and I feel like moms can relate to that. The fact that like, there's always like a to-do list. Yeah. And I think sometimes that actually causes me unnecessary anxiety because I'm just (laughs) adding, adding, adding. And I feel like, because I'm kind of type A achiever, like it's very satisfying and gratifying for me to like check something off. However, I think sometimes like just like let go of the need to do all of the things really, I think identify like what are like the top two to maybe Mm -hmm. three things that actually need to be done or that you want to do during a day and like, just give yourself the grace to let the rest of it go. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I've been practicing more lately is like letting go of my to-do list. Yeah. I'm definitely a to-do list person too. Definitely have been trying to work on similar things, like letting some things go and just focusing on the most important. Yeah. And even just to make that maybe even like a little bit more practical, because I feel like Some moms might be like, okay, but how do you actually let go of your to-do list? I would say (laughs) even just reevaluating it so that it's not so lengthy to say like, is this something that truly needs to be done? Yes or no. Is it something that energizes me? Like, is it something that has to be done? And if yes, could I delegate it? I think it's just, it's working smarter not harder and being okay with like taking things off the list. If you're going to add something, see where you can take something else off. Yeah. And I was listening to something recently. I forget what it was probably a podcast because I listened to a ton of podcasts, but they were talking about like your to-do list and is it really, so are things really necessary? Are they bringing you joy or is it just something you feel like you have to do? Like, do you feel like you have to get all of the clutter off of the floor all the time? Or Mm -hmm. is it just something like is expected of you? So if it's not something that bothers you, then don't put so much pressure on yourself to do it all the time, right? Yeah. Let's Marie Kondo our to-do list. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So who would be your, I guess, favorite authors, experts, like a podcast or someone that has really influenced you throughout your adult life and career? Yeah. 
I'm just going to go with my gut and my first instinct. So when you asked this question, the first person that came to mind, she's actually, she's a spiritual like online influencer author. Her name is Sahara Rose. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I give her name is because she really opened my eyes to the world of spirituality. And she really kind of inspired me and encouraged me to explore what that really meant for me. So I was raised a Catholic, but I'm not a practicing Catholic. I was told to go to church as a kid. So that's what I did. And I believe in God and higher powers, but I always kind of believed in powers outside of that. So, you know, her group coaching program which was called Doshas and Dharma was all about finding your life's purpose. And Mm -hmm. I stumbled upon her podcast, which is called the Higher Self Podcast. Literally when I was like taking my son Brayden after I had him and I was home on maternity leave, I was taking him for a walk and I was literally searching for my life purpose at the time and listened to her podcast. And she's like, oh, and I have this group coaching program all about finding your life's purpose. And today's the last day to apply. (laughs) I'm like, oh, okay. How serendipitous, right? So- I just, I really, she's like a modern age kind of mystic, uh, spiritual leader and she makes it fun, right? So she's definitely someone that I look to for inspiration, motivation, and guidance on this kind of path of like finding yourself. Yeah. I have listened to her podcasts. I love listening to sort of mindset and spiritual sort of podcasts like that. So yeah, Mm -hmm. she's great. Yeah. So what are you currently working on that you're most excited about? Yeah. So right now, so I'm working with clients uh, one-on-one through my 90-day coaching experience, which is called Intuitive Pursuit of Passion. However, I have started to explore, not everybody wants or can afford one-on-one coaching really. And I just desire to help more women, more Mm -hmm. moms. So I am exploring other ways that I could just reach more people, impact more people so that causes a ripple and then they can impact more people. And I'm toying around with some thoughts and ideas around a group coaching experience, which kind of toying with this idea of uh, self-discovery, discovering your passions, discovering your life's purpose. Many of the women in my Facebook community are looking for that. So I think it's a really great way that I could show up and just offer a very kind of safe container for women to step into at a more like affordable price point that really gets at what they're hoping to really kind of figure out about themselves at that time in their life. Yeah, that sounds great. And yeah, I love, I do love group coaching because it also gives you that sense of like community and you can sort of bounce ideas off of each other as well. Yeah. And I think community is hugely important. I believe that there's power in numbers and I've started doing Monday connection and coffee chats in my Facebook community, which is called the working moms wanting more soul circle. And, you know, I just envisioned there's so many Facebook groups, Mm -hmm. right, that you can be a part of. And I really wanted my community to be a space where women, moms, right, feel seen, heard and understood and know that they have a place that they have a seat at the table and they can share their voice and their experiences and their journeys and perspectives. It's a great way to, for them to network, to get to know one another better. I think during, you know, the pandemic, like moms, women have just felt so isolated, right? Mm -hmm. There's just, there's so much to do, right? With caring for your children and, you know, being a good wife or partner or spouse, however you identify, right? That sometimes we forget about ourselves and we forget that we need those connections. 
with other people. So that's been something that I've been really excited about. And I've been getting really great feedback about from the women in the community. So that's definitely something else that I've recently started that I'm just super pumped about. Yeah, that sounds super exciting. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, happy to send you a link to the community. Yeah, for sure. And we'll definitely post the link in the show notes as well, as well as a blog post that I include with every episode. So we'll put all of your information in there. So the listeners can go ahead and check all that out. Yeah, that would be great. And if you're open to it, I also have a free meditation resource that I can share with you that you can also link up. It's a simple five-step guide to not only starting your own meditation practice, but really doing some of that self-discovery work. If you're feeling like you're at a place where you're either in a rut in life or you're feeling really stuck or unsure about your path forward, many of the women, the moms that I speak to say, I'm just at a crossroads, right? And I don't Mm -hmm. really know what's next for me and I'm searching for meaning and purpose. So this is something that will really help you kind of deepen or strengthen that connection with yourself and kind of unearth or uncover more of who you are and what you want. Yeah, we'll definitely link to that one as well. That sounds good. Awesome. So where can people follow you online? Where do you hang out the most often, your socials and all of that good stuff? Yep. So I am always on Instagram or you can find me in my Facebook community. So the Facebook community is called the Working Moms Wanting More Soul Circle. I'd certainly send you a link to add that to the show notes. And then my handle on Instagram is the underscore Michelle underscore Dickinson. I guess I have a really common name. I wanted it to be shorter and I'm like, well, I guess this is what I'm stuck with, which sounds like a mouthful to say, but it is what it is. Sometimes it's so hard to like come up with social media handles. And it's like, I think I just got to go with it. (laughs) Exactly. So yeah, definitely on Instagram, it's the Michelle Dickinson with underscores in between each of the words and then the Facebook community for sure. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you so much again, Michelle. I have loved this conversation. I think it's so important for moms to continue to hear these things. I know like a lot of people are talking about these types of topics on podcasts, but I just feel so passionately that it needs to be spread to more moms that they need to hear these topics because I think like we had talked about in the show, a lot of us just feel like we have to follow a certain path and like there's nothing else. Yeah. I'm just so grateful and thankful for the opportunity that you have given me to share my own story and provide some insight and some guidance to your listeners. So thank you so much. And thank you everyone for listening. Yes, of course. And good luck with all of your, with your new program and your coaching, all of that sounds great. So just wishing you the best of luck with all of that. Thanks, Kelly. Same to you. Okay, bye. Bye. I would be so, so grateful if you went and left a rating and review of the podcast. So Apple loves it when you rate and review the podcast that you love listening to. And it would just mean the world to me if you went over and left a rating and review for the podcast. 
So that way our show can be introduced to more working moms that really, really can gain positivity from these episodes that can teach them something. So if you go and leave a rating and review, I would be so grateful and just thank you again for continuing to listen every week. You are the reason why I continue to talk into this microphone for this podcast. Without you, I wouldn't have the podcast. So thank you so much.